Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all of the action from day 15 of Hatsu Basho in Tokyo, Japan. A big finish to a very exciting Basho. We've just come fresh off watching the final bouts and we're going to talk to you about every single one today. How yeah. good is Sumo? Sumo is awesome. We're left with... Many full buckets sitting mm. out in the back room. <laughs> we left the uh, television with a, a huge magnum of sparkling wine and a massive cup held high by the Yusho winner. So much amazing action today. Uh, kicking off with our Jurio live stream, we had a ball. Yeah, thank you to the, the legends who came and hung out with us, spent time uh, while we live streamed Jurio. It really is the top tier of Sumo Friends. Yeah, we love hanging out with you so much. It's really, really fun. The stream is awesome. The action is hot. Our internet going down is not as hot, so yeah. apologies for that today. It, it happens in uh, the area we're in occasionally. <laughs> it does. So if you want to catch up on the action, you can go to our YouTube channel uh, and you will see today is uh, up in two parts. Mm. Yep. Little few bouts missing from the middle. Yeah. <laughs> you can guess what happened there or check SumoDB. I don't mind. Yep. Uh, now, something was decided during that Jurio stream, though, a yeah. competition we had running. We were so happy to run the Chia Shama Hanker competition. Again, it's in good faith, good spirit, just trying to guess the day that Chia Shama does a Hanker. It doesn't matter that he's down in Jurio. It doesn't matter that on the whole his sumo is uh, very honest and fun to watch. He is known for doing hankers and we like to guess the day. We'll get you to guess the day. So a whole lot of people entered this time around. The prize was an amazing set of hiyoshigi, which are the uh, two pieces of wood that you clap together to signal things in sumo. Uh, the last bout of the day is one of them. And they're a beautiful pair from Kodiak Woodworking. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much, Kodiak, for supporting this competition. Yeah. A lot of interest in it. So beautiful. And if you missed out, uh, Kodiak, C-O-D-I-A-K, woodworking, or one word, on Instagram, uh, there's a link to where you can order your own set. But the lucky winner today, I drew it out of it's on our Instagram if you'd like to see uh, a very unflattering angle of me <laughs> drawing <laughs> um, a name out of a bag, uh, was Sabrina. Sabrina is uh, a good friend of the podcast, one half of Sumo Punks, and uh, she's going to use it in a sumo-themed band, use them in a sumo-themed band yeah, for this, good. This band is called Cardaban, and we're hearing a lot of hype about uh, what they're about to do. Mm. I'm very glad that uh, that she came out of the bag because I think it's going to be really interesting to see this this band take form and now there's at least one musical instrument in it <laughs> as well as those two guys. <laughs> I'd love a pair of those uh, Hyoshigi for the house and I, I think I'd like to just oh, clap yeah. them when I'd like a coffee. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When I'm still in bed. Yeah. <laughs> so the way it works here at Sumo Manager Headquarters is that Dave cannot sleep in past, what, about 6am yeah, yeah. these I know, days? No, I'm just not a great sleeper. No. And yeah. I, my prime sleeping hours are 6am yep. to about... X PM. Yeah. Like I'm, <laughs> not that bad. I'm better these days. No, you are good. Uh, but uh, if you could just give me a little click little, to get me up yeah, and clap at those. the coffee machine, because you make me out of the 365 days of the year, two coffees a day, you make the 95% of those. 
I reckon that's about Thank right. Thank you. But a couple of sticks could change that ratio. <laughs> uh, are we ready to get into Makuchi? I think we've done all of our uh, business. Well, the weather. What do they call it? Housekeeping? Oh, the weather. Had a lot of uh, text messages coming through today. A couple fr- of faxes. From the humidity freaks going, check it out. <laughs> it's 52%. Oh, it's high. Today it's high, but still it's a cold. Wet. Eight degrees Celsius, 46 degrees Fahrenheit. Some would say this is a good situation, a good context for the final day of sumo. It's cold, but it's wet. Mm. Oh, yeah. Cold and wet, just the way we like it. Day 15, let's take you through all the action. We'll speak about every bout today and see where everyone is headed. Well, Takara Fuji. Yes. Old man sumo. Yep. After the uh, depressing shots of his loss yesterday, he overcame overcame an aggressive uh, opening from Kodoshohor to pick up his sixth win. Yay. Yay. And a beautiful way to finish off uh, this basho, ending up on 6-9, which, you know, in normal circumstances is a respectable score. But at Maegashira 16 for Tucker Fuji, it spells bad news. Kodoshohor, he finished on 9-6 with this loss. Would have loved that 10th win. Yeah, he really would have. Michael Shearer 14, that would have been a massive bump for him. I have seen a lot of people saying that they're positive that Takara Fuji is going to go Intai. I'm not sure. I wonder whether uh, he might just stick it out for a little bit more and try to come back. But if he doesn't, I'm so glad that this last bout was a good one, was a win over someone as great as... It was fairly well, great form, as Kodoshoho. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. A nice way for us to remember the great man. Yes, exactly. We may see him in March, but if we don't, Godspeed, Takara Fuji. <laughs> we love you heaps. Tomokaze came up today against Oho. Oho, just looking much more positive, much better. And perhaps not surprisingly, he did win this one, but it was through a strong hold up of Tomokaze by the arm. Tomokaze then stepped back and tried to prop himself up on the edge, but he wasn't able to and Oho pushed him out, finishing on 10 and 5. I think this is a great score for him. Oh, it's incredible. Finish, finishing off with four wins uh, at Maegashira 11, this will propel uh Oho up the uh, Banzuke. His highest rank before uh, happened in July last year at Maegashira 6. When 6 and 9, failed a little bit there, but I feel like we're seeing a different Oho. The 2024 New Year's resolutions kicking in. Mm-hmm. I think one of them was be better at sumo. Yeah, well, that's good. I hope you wrote it on the little, you know, thing oh, that little, you hang up uh, with the hopes and dreams. What's the name for that? I should know, but I don't know. Uh he stumbled a bit on day 10 and 11 where they propelled him up the Bansuke and he fought Wakamoto Haru and Kodno Waka. Yep. That's okay. Uh, also lost to Shimizumi, who's very in form, and Onosato the same, but uh, was really chugging along and getting the wins that he should have been getting. Yeah, exactly. Outside of those ones. So great news for Oho. So Tomikaze, mm. 5 and 10 at Maegashira 15. We'll, we will see him slip back down to Jurio. How do you rate this performance this time around? We were pretty sure that he was going to struggle this time around, and I guess that bore out. He I, I was, just didn't I, look to have that same fire, perhaps. I was a little bit more optimistic. I thought we saw that seven and eight yeah. last time. I, I, I went into this thinking dreams are real. We might be able to see this Kachikoshi at uh, Makuchi, but 
Yeah, gee, it was a bit of a disastrous start for him. At uh, day nine, he was one and eight. Yeah. So so the back half of this was better. He went uh, four and two over the last six days. Yeah. Uh, really, I mean, that 5.10 is a good result for him. Yeah, it is. I think we might have, well, maybe you might have set your expectations a little bit too high. Oh, I did. I did. Remember when we just wanted him to get back to Makuchi? That was the step. And then we we're like, oh, the 7.8, maybe he can stay. And now we're like, maybe he can get another Kachikoshi. I got selfish. Kachikoshi. Mm. I got a bit greedy. You just enjoyed having Tomokaze yeah, back in I your know, life. I know. And look, there were there were a couple of highlights where he surprised me. He surprised everyone. Uh, yeah, back to Jurio for him, which is great news for us because obviously Sumo Manichi, Jurio, match made in heaven. Yep. Put Tomokaze in the mix. Let's yep. do it. We get to talk about him. Uh, very popular with us and the Jurio crew. So glad to have him back. Okay, uh, Tsurugisho easily handled Bushozan's, and I'm going to say this, limp, yep. touchy eye. Dumped Bushozan down to the ground, Hataki Komi. Uh, what do you say about Bushozan? Well, I know what I'm going to say about say him. Say it. Be brave. <laughs> Stand in your truth. I mean, I <laughs> I really like Bushozan, and I feel like a couple of times now I've supported him and not been not had the support reciprocated. He's not trying hard oh, enough for I thought, me. I thought you meant me. No, like I wasn't reciprocating. <laughs> Just push on. Well, let's let's. You're doing fine. Thank you for your continued support. Um, let's. Uh, I mean, four eleven. I, I would say that there are four elevens where I go. This is a good news four eleven. A may say four eleven. A may say four eleven. Yeah. Thank you. That's what it's called. Perfect. Mm. Where you go? Yes, you're four eleven. But every day you went out there, you did good sumo. Yeah. But didn't go your way. Yeah. Can't say that about Bushozan. No. This is a Bushozan 411. Yeah, it's the absolute opposite to yeah, the main the state 411, <laughs> where you lose the eight, the last eight days in a row. Yeah. You get slapped down over and over again. You're unable to find any signs of the the good sumo that you were doing in Jurio. I just think that people, his opponents in Makuchi, the other lower yeah. Magashira ranks just are just sus to that. Exactly. They know exactly what to do, as Tsurugisho did today. Tsurugisho finishes on 9 and 6 at Magashira 11, 1 8 of his, uh, the last nine bouts. That's really great, especially uh, since he looked a bit injured. You know, the knee always heavily strapped, sometimes seems to be linking, limping badly on it, sometimes seems to be pushing Bouchazan down to get well, 4 and 11. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Tsurugisho is a low-key sumo genius. He does a lot <laughs> yeah. with a little. Yeah. Very wide. Yeah. Kind of like Diamami where even when you're feeling a bit bad, you know, it's it, almost impossible for people to get past him or around him or getting yeah. down. So great to see him get that score of nine and six at Magashira 11. Bushozan will be back to Jurio where we'll have to deal with him going well all over again. <laughs> oh, I know. He's going to go back to Jurio and dominate. Oh, we, we know how this goes. Well, maybe not with some of the names we're going to see well, in there true. next time. Wakatakakage, Hakuoho, Takeru Fuji again. Whew. Good luck, Bushozan. Onosho came up against Sadanumi. He blasted Sadanumi back and out very easily, and that's double digits for Onosho at Magashira 14. Yeah, a brilliant result for Onosho. Looking over his score, we do need to concede that there were two Fusensho's there amongst those uh, 10 wins. We keep bringing them up. <laughs> Forget Oyama about them. No, and right. Asanayama. Um, 
Yeah, Onosho got put up high. He lost uh, bouts against Kirishima, Terunofuji, Kodnawaka, and Wakamoto Haru. But look, I think in all of those bouts, he represented himself well. I think we'll see a great bump for him from Magashira 14 and hopefully a bump in his confidence. Um, it's good to see Onosho winning again. Yeah, it really is. I had a little flirtation with whether he should get a special prize uh, because I thought they were being... Uh, not liberal with them, well, but they there was were a, handing them out. There was a different attitude behind the special prizes, I think, this time around. And I thought maybe him and Oho would have a chance. But when you look at the people that they lost to when they were moved up, I think yeah. that is quite fair that they didn't at uh, their current level of experience, uh, Onosha in particular. The loser of this bout, uh, Sadanumi, is six and nine. He finishes at Maegashira 10. Yep, a very Sadanumi. Uh, Yep. Outcome. Absolutely. All right. Next up, we had Tamawashi and Ono Sato. Ono Sato came out very, very strong. Tamawashi put the Norua attack on Ono Sato. We've seen this a few times from Tamawashi, this basho, and generally it's worked for him. Yeah, but not here. Ono no. Sato <laughs> thundered forward. Didn't he? The surge was, uh, it was great and it forced Tamawashi up against the Tawara. And Tamawashi, he ended up having to push so hard back against Ono Sato that Ono Sato just had to uh, step back, pull down, Tamawashi loses. Mm. Onosato didn't have to do too much here. I know one criticism that's been levelled against him so far is that he's, and I think you could extend this to Takeru Fuji as well, that he's not having to show enough sumo in his wins. He's just kind of coming forward and because he's big and strong, he's blasting out his opponent. So we're not getting to see a level of skill yeah. or um, a response to different types of sumo. And when he did go up and we were asking him to show something different. He didn't get to show it. Here, he was challenged a little bit and he did come up with an answer. Yeah, you're exactly right about that. He was challenged within his uh, ability. Wheelhouse. His wheelhouse, (laughs) thank you. So Onosato finishes on 11-4, on debut at Magashira, 15, gets the Kanto Show. Yes, the Fighting Fighting Spirit Spirit Prize. Prize. I feel good about this. 11 and 4. He came up, he didn't succeed, but I guess as a um, Shin Makuchi Rikishi on debut, performing so well at Magashira 15, that was the reason for that um, that award. Yeah. Uh, Tamawashi, with that loss, still finishes with positive uh, figures, 8 and 7, but for Tamawashi, he did lose 4 out of the last 5. Mm. So definitely could have gone better there. Yeah. Um, before we move on to the next bout, there was something we were meant to do at the top of the show and we didn't. Uh, we have a sumo mainichi sake fund yes. for uh, people who would like to support the podcast. Uh, you can do so via PayPal. There are links in the podcast notes on our YouTube channel, uh, but you can use our Gmail address, sumo mainichi at gmail. Uh, via PayPal uh, to make a contribution. We don't do Patreon or like any regular giving because we kind of, I, I never feel quite comfortable with that. No, we um, we just want you to listen and it means yeah. the most if you hang out with us for Jurio. <laughs> but I realise that that's not a great time for everybody all the time. But so everyone listening to the podcast. Listen to the podcast, yep. go back to YouTube, yep. check out Jurio. Um, but realise that people do like to support uh, the work that we do, yep. 
so if you do, if you have given us uh, a contribution over the last time that we've been running it just thank you so much it yeah. means everything to us it's really really special uh, we've had some amazing psyche and we've put it towards um equipment because we redid our setup for the live streams yeah um, yeah so i think we're now delivering better quality on video. youtube mm. and yeah i mean it just means a lot that anyone would a listen but b make a contribution it does mean a lot um a few people with, that we'd like to thank a huge huge thank you to and i hope i'm saying this right garissa yeah let Jerissa. us know yeah um and they left a message but i need to log in again so just one moment oh no well i'll also say while you're logging in there thank you to now you're from melbourne and um your screen name is either may or my you have to let us know which way around because we have we've had a heated debate about it today thank you so much for uh your donation to today we love hanging out with you online and watching sumo and constatus as well for sending through a message and um a donation today as well. Thanks so much. Uh, and also Daniel, a regular Daniel, thank contributor. you. Uh, but just this a quick message from Garissa. Uh, Amy and Dave watching Sumo is a great joy in my life and listening to your podcast enhances that joy. That's very nice. It's like listening to friends. No, it's not like listening to friends. We are friends. We are friends. I appreciate the time you take to craft, well, craft is a very strong word, isn't it? Uh, this wonderful podcast, because I always learn so much more about the sumo learn world. Learn is a very you. strong word. Learn is a strong word. Side note, I was in Fukuoka to see sumo for the first time and was hoping to run into you so I could buy you sake or beer in person, but this will have to do. Well, depending on the day that you were there in Fukuoka, I did not need any more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Depends if it was 9% highball there, day. Well, there was, I think we spoke about this, didn't we? There was one day in particular where we got the highballs, the tall cans, the 9% ones. Yeah. It was a Gonoyama towel day. I was, oh yeah. <laughs> where it went, went everywhere. I was, uh, yeah, I, was, I probably didn't need another beer that day. Okay. Uh, and to finish off the message. Well, can, oh yeah. And oh, can yeah. I say, if you're going to the sumo and you think we're there, definitely say hello. Just message us. Oh and yeah, we absolutely. will, um. Come and say hi. Uh, Garissa finishes off. I honestly barely left my box. Now, I mean, I can understand. Yeah. That. Why yeah, would you? Why would you? So I guess it couldn't have happened anyway. Much love, Garissa. Thank you so much. We are humbled. Yep. That's really, really lovely. Thank you. Uh, back to the bout. Well, it's Shimizumi. Shimizumi, if win was going to get the Kanto show. Now, I may have given away the uh, outcome of this. Well, about can, by the wording there. Can I say that I appreciate the gesture for this if win? Mm -hmm. I think Shimizumi has just demonstrated great sumo over mm -hmm. the last two weeks. Yeah, very much so. He needed to get to double digits. I get that. I get it. To get a special prize, uh, it's best if you have double digits. He was on nine wins. The guy that you don't want to come up against when you're trying to get a fighting spirit prize on day 15, you know who it is. I, it's Maysay. I thought exactly the same thing. I thought this was a nice piece of programming though, because if you could overcome Maysay on day 15, Maysay in good touch, have a prize. Yeah. Well, he couldn't overcome it. He uh, felt too much pressure, I suppose, flailed around a bit, got on a terrible angle and got slapped down by Maysay. Yeah. I was heartbroken. It was sad because <laughs> we were very joyous when Shimizumi got his kachikoshi. We were very uh, excited about him staying in 
Makuchi as a new recruit. Well, exactly. <laughs> just, just that. Promotee. The, the achievement of getting Kachikoshi on debut. That alone yeah, that's is, enough. is worthy of a prize. That's enough. Then you get beaten by Maysay and you go, oh, this is what Makuchi's going to be like. Exactly. <laughs> Endlessly being beaten by Maysay when you <laughs> think that you can beat him. So Shimazumi, he finished on nine and six at Maegashira 17. Yep. Great news for him. Uh, he will extend further into the higher Maegashira ranks and test his mettle there. Maysay, great news for him. He's nine and six yeah. at Maegashira 9. I love this. I know. I love it. May, May say to me, he's the canary in the mine. Like if May say is doing well, Sumo is doing well. Yeah. I know that I'm going to have to update that <laughs> at some point, but still that's my metric. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Mitakumi v Endo, both of these rikishi coming in at five and nine. We saw Endo come out with just that old gag going for the front of the belt. Couldn't get it, but he stayed on the defensive Mitakumi here, he gave room, started moving back, circling around. I did think he looked like he was in control here, uh, but it did end up that Endo saw an opening, attacked Mitakumi on the Tawara, but Mitakumi dodged that final attack, got up on the bales and slapped Endo down. There was a Monoe. Yeah, there was. Uh but it confirmed the Mitakumi win. There was nothing to see there. It was quite a quick one. Uh, I guess someone just forgot to look or something. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was one of those ones. Sorry, I wasn't oh, paying attention. Whoops, it's over my side. I better <laughs> just do a quick monoe. Yeah, yeah. Very, very quick decision here. It was confirmed that Mitakumi got the win. So Mitakumi finishes six and nine at Maegashira Nine. What's Mitakumi doing? No, nah, it feels like seven and eight, though. I think he had a good time. Yeah. He was positive. Did good sumo. Lost some shockers. Yeah, he certainly did. <laughs> on the other side, though, Endo finishes on 5 and 10 at Maiga Shira 13. A genuine uh, jurio candidate here. Well, you did a bit of sumo DBing, didn't you? To did see I do it whether for this you. One? I think you did. And don't do it again because it'll, <laughs> well, take, it'll, ages. it'll take too long. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you saw that often you do go down. To Jiria five think, and ten. Am I, I just I think imagining I did, a, this query? I did a couple of queries, uh, but I don't think it was that one. But I think if we query our hearts, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe it maybe feels it like he should go out. <laughs> Sumo DB uh, slash the heart. Well, I think heart DB says he's going to go down. <laughs> yeah, five and ten. Magashira thirteen. I mean, you could move down four or five spots. So it's yeah, really anyway. It's in the danger it's a line zone. Ball. It depends how many they want to, how positive they're being. Good luck to the Bansuke yeah. committee this time around. But if they really want to inject, um, well, I mean, Tohaku is hardly an injection of excitement. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. But if they want to get a few others in there, yeah. apart from the top of Jurio, some of whom were successful, then, you know, they might take a few people out like Takarafuji and Endo. No, Takarafuji. Yay, Endo. I'll move on. Ichi Yamamoto, he came up against Miyogiryu. He survived one big pull-down attempt off the touchy eye from Miyogiryu, who did a huge meet and move, just yeah, bashed into him and then You needed a second look at there. this one, though. You, I thought it might have been a henker. Yeah. It, it, was a, it was a genuine meet and move, though, wasn't it? No. And then Ichi Yamamoto couldn't stop himself being driven back and out Oshidoshi. <sighs> I didn't want it to finish like this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
Doesn't well, it feel did. Good. It did. Five ten at Magashira <laughs> seven. The one beautiful piece of Ichi Yamamoto uh, oh. imagery we saw today was that when after Jurio they give out the Yusho prizes for the lower divisions, and so Wakataka Kage was there to get his Makushita Yusho presentation, and Ichi Yamamoto, you could see him down the Hanamichi standing there watching him get it, which is extremely heartwarming. It was so beautiful. I Just w- standing by himself down the Hanamichi. Oh. I think I want, to fi- I want to find someone in my life who I weirdly obsess about. Yeah. But who's in also, like, who I know. Like, big fan. Big. I'm a big fan of your work. But also, like, friend. Yeah. Are they friends? Well, someone, I saw someone say that he's best friend, but I think it's, no, I think I mean, it's more who, parasocial than what, that. I was going to say. <laughs> In my mind, it's way asking? more parasocial yeah. than that. But maybe they are friends. But see, I don't think, I don't know. My guess would be that Ichi Yamamoto just couldn't chill with Wakataka Kage. Like, Wakataka Kage would be like, well, like, let's talk about something else. And Ichi Yamamoto would just want to talk about... Yeah, Waka but Taka when Kage's. you won the yeah 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 when you won that bout, how are you feeling when you were at, like, at five forty yeah. p.m. on the sixteenth <laughs> of January in twenty twenty? How, how did you feel yeah. there? Because your left foot went out before your yeah. right foot, and I just couldn't believe that move. Yeah, I like I like that Ichiyamamoto has no chill <laughs> for Waka Takakage, uh, but we have to face reality Ichamoto 5 and 10 at Maegashira 7 not a great result for him uh, and i've got to say not a lot of uh, good sumo mm. or not ichi's good style of sumo over the last two weeks myogiryu same score 5 10 at Maegashira 12 we had churunaumi up next against shodai churunaumi left hand on the belt, uh, and he controlled this one, drove a very wriggly Shodai back. <laughs> yeah. Shodai just going liquid, but Churunaumi was all over him here, and he slid Shodai across the Tawara. Well, there's a new 411 on the books. It wasn't a Bushozan 411. It wasn't a Meisei 411. It was a Shodai 411, which is a unique one where you get a Kimboshi, you beat the Yokozuna somehow. Yeah. But then you absolutely lose it apart from that. Short I finished with eight straight losses. Mm. I'm I'm not sure what was happening. I mean, he was definitely trying. It looked like he was still (laughs) trying to do his style of sumo. And actually I went back and watched the Short I Terunofuji bout. I wondered if Terunofuji just locked up uh, Short Eye's arms. And I wondered if he was a bit too intent on that. And so with the Morizashi, Short Eye was able to move him back and out whether he was just taken by surprise. Um, How many Rikishi out there could say that 25% of their wins have come against Yokozuna? <laughs> yeah. That's extraordinary. Yeah. He's yep. dominated the Yokozuna. Yeah, he, he has. <laughs> just w- would be good if he could dominate a few other people. Didn't dominate Chirinomi today. Chirinomi finished with his Makakoshi, but the best possible yeah. Makakoshi, the 7 and 8 at Magashira 13. So he's sticking around and showed some good signs. Yeah, I was a little disappointed with the showing after what we saw in November. But, yeah, he'll be around. He can start again in, in March. It's a brand new basho. Gonoyama came up against Takanosho. Takanosho let Gonoyama attack hard at the Tachiya. That's what he loves doing. And then moved out of the way as he flew through. It looked like Gonoyama went down 
with plenty of space, but then it became apparent that Takanoshi was very, very, very close to the Tawara. Well, you know, I like to rate myself as someone who can watch about at full speed and know exactly what happened. And here, I thought Takanoshi has gone too close to the edge. Mm. So Takanoshi, right up on the Tawara, had to ride the bales uh, as Gonoyama went past. The replay showed a riding of the bales that I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's just the toes on there. The toes. Somehow he held himself up with his toes on the Tawara. Strong feet, strong ankles, strong calves. I mean, this was ridiculous from Takanosho. I have not seen this kind of work before. Shows incredible bail sense. (laughs) Great bail sense. There was a Monoe, they watched that. They also uh, considered it incredible bail sense. (laughs) They saw no (laughs) puff of dust. And so the decision was upheld. That is Takanosho's 10th win. It's good to see yeah, him so good. succeeding. It's only Maegashira 12, but I will take it. I just <laughs> want to see him do well at whatever rank he's yeah, at. Yeah, hopefully he can start to build something in 2024. Nobdob's back. Nobdob. <laughs> Nobdob, the new nickname. Uh, Gonoyama at Maegashira 3 finishes on 5 and 10 and as you've correctly pointed out, one for Sencho there. So I I think for Gonoyama fans, this is a disappointing result, but I think this is a bit of a reality check for Gonoyama. Still so young, still so inexperienced. Maegashira 3, it's not a good look for him. Yeah. Yeah, it was a white dot check for him and he rolled low. I'm playing Baldur's Gate (laughs) 3. Can't stop thinking about dice, but I think you're exactly <laughs> right. We need a D20 for this podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah. We could roll a few things. Yeah. How many like, bouts we do? Well, I could have an idiocy check. So <laughs> if I say something really stupid and you can you can roll higher than a five, I edit it out. <laughs> Humidity check. Such no, we don't this. edit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait, I just won't edit. Okay, yep. Um. What was I well, saying? Hang on. Do I need a D20 now? Yeah. <laughs> Confusion check. I want to I wanna just um, Google a dice now and see whether you're being an idiot now or not. I like, <laughs> I don't I like think this you need, idea. I don't think you need a dice to tell you that or a no, die to tell you that. A die. Gonoyama, you're absolutely right. Skill check. Uh, didn't succeed yep. at Maegashira 3. Struggled. Hopefully is learning a lot from this. Hopefully. Uh, can get together with the boys back at the Hayat, can get together with Takakuma Oyakata and learn some more stuff and come back bigger and better than ever. Hiroda Umi was up next against Abi. This one crucial for Hiroda Umi at 7 and 7. Hiroda Umi had to withstand a classic Abi opening. I don't need to tell you that there was a whole bunch of high thrusting attacks. Uh, Hiroda Umi got hit in the upper body and neck, but he was reading this bout perfectly, got under the attacks of Abi before stepping aside and slapping Abi down Hataki Komi. So Kachikoshi for Hiroda Umi, I love saying that. This is a great news story today. Hiroda Umi getting his Kachikoshi is just so cool. He's really enjoyable to watch. He often goes under the radar. Uh, We saw him in full flight in Kyushu where he was so popular because he's from down that area. Really got me on board for this young man. He's very young. 
Yes, he? yes, he's he is. He's always surprisingly young when you look up his I think age. he's 20. Yeah, he's 23. Amazing. So great win for him today at Magashira 8. He should continue or he will continue to move up. Arby, just a, a hugely emotional Basho for him. He hankered for his kachikoshi, a very, very Arby thing to do. He's spoken publicly about how difficult this has been for him, how much he's been thinking about his um, mm. his his oyakata who passed away, Terao, uh, how much it meant to him. I read today that he put his championship um, certificate that he was given in his coffin uh, when he was buried. Just a whole lot of stuff coming out that really yeah, humanises yeah, this guy, I guess. I <laughs> given all of this... I'm pledging a full reset for Oh, March. we're back. We're back. <laughs> well, no, are you along for the oh, full yeah. reset? Yeah, okay. We're oh, doing... I just think it was so such a tricky time I know, for it him. Was. And look, if he hadn't have hankered, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm so fixated on it. Oh, I know why I'm so fixated on Abby's hankers. But, yeah, f- let's let the past be the past. Full reset in March. Let's go, Abby. Mm, I'm starting now. Hope he gets now. a bit of time to... <laughs> Think and heal and uh, establish himself with a, a new Oyakata. I don't know. Difficult but time for him. Good news for him, given that I'm resetting. Yep. Uh, is that Abi finishes on eight and seven at Maigashira too? Very so good news. Steps for up him. to the door and he'll be knocking on that door in March. Yeah. Well, I I wonder if he'll be knocking at the door now. Nope. Eight seven at Maigashira too. He he's stepping up to the door. All right, Midori Fuji <laughs> up against Kim Bozan. Huge thrust from Kim Bozan here. I thought he was way more injured than this. I didn't think he would look this strong, but I guess the arms are working, even if uh, the legs are a little bit weird. It sent Midori Fuji jumping weird. <laughs> weird. Weird legs. Imagine going to the doctor and they do x-rays and MRI scans and they go, we've got bad news. Yeah. Your legs are weird. Your legs are weird. You're like, oh, is that Wells? And they put the x-ray up on the screen and, and they're pointing at this dark patch and they're like, look at the weirdness. It's a weird bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird bit here. <laughs> like anything I can do about this, they're like, nope, just weird. Be less weird <laughs> in the legs. All right, we'll use your arms more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he did that today. Yeah, that was the advice for Kim Volzan, apparently, and he did. Pushed Midori Fuji right back to the Tawara. He landed with a frog-like leap. Yeah. Tried to stabilize, stabilize himself, but he couldn't. It wasn't like he was pushing back. He was just kind of crouched yeah. on the Tawara. There was nothing he could do. So that was a loss for Major. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Majestic Fuji. I, I, I'll step in and say what you were trying to say there. No edits. <laughs> no lost edits. my voice <laughs> from speaking so much over the last two weeks. Midori Fuji 5 and 10 yeah. with that loss at Magashira 2. He will not be moving up to Magashira 1 or the Sanyaku. Can I ask what his score feels like? Mm, probably about, I, I'm tossing up between 7 and 8 or 6 and 9. I would say it feels like 6, 9. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. If he's 5, 10. Feels like 6, 9. Yeah. He did well. He had a lot of great moments. He certainly did. A lot did of not- fun to watch as oh, usual. Yeah. It's amazing that he's got that score. Kim Bozan uh, finishes with that win on seven and eight at Maigashira eight. Is he? I think so. <laughs> I wrote I think six. You'd... Yeah, I wrote oh, six, sorry, no, which that's is right eyes. there, that's and it is eyes. six. Oh, right, right. Oh, oh your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your eyes. Uh, I'm blind. Okay. Shona Noumi was up against Atami Fuji. Both of these boys... 
Lots to think about post-Basho. Uh, Shonanumi somehow survived a very intense opening from Atami Fuji. Shonanumi had to fight his way off the Tawara straight out of the touchy eye. But somehow, Shonanumi, despite whatever's going on with his weird injury at the moment, managed to work Atami Fuji back to the middle. Here they paused. And did you notice Shonanumi had the right hand on the belt? but was constantly doing these little micro adjustments. Oh, yeah. Just he wasn't quite happy with where his hand was. Yeah. And did two or three, maybe four, just moving it around, trying to find the right position. I kind of get that. It's like the the angle or the, the torque that you can uh, apply the most force with. Yeah. When I go to the gym. Yeah, I know. Dot, dot, dot. You know, and you've got to grab the weight in a certain way, yeah. etc. You're, you're grabbing it like three or four times. <laughs> oh, this um, is why I can't lift eight kilograms because I haven't got the proper hold on it. But interestingly, while this was going on, Atami Fuji was waiting and he didn't initiate. Mm. This gave Sean Anumi all the time in the world to get that grip right and he went. Uh, Sean Anumi initiated and Atami Fuji really didn't have much to answer with. And Sean Anumi gave Atami Fuji a little extra push uh, off the doyo. What did you think of this? Well, I didn't know what to think of this because usually it's right on the border. You're like, oh, could have been just emotion. Um, it was so close to the end of the bout, you know, I'll accept it or I won't. But this one was like way after. Yeah. Atami Fuji was, the bout had reset, everyone was going home. They were going down the Hanamichi and then he gave him the extra push. Yeah. I mean, this was Shonanumi's fourth win. It's no secret this, that this has been a, uh, it's been a bit of a horror basho for him. So I did see a little bit of frustration creep out or be expressed a bit of relief, maybe. Mm. Uh, taking out a very, very good competitor in Atami Fuji, who with that loss uh, is finishes at six and nine at Maigashira one. So he'll, you know, he'll still be around the top of the uh, Maigashira ranks. But uh, yeah, I think he would have learned a lot of lessons this time around. Yeah. And also having to do the Doya Iri with Terana Fuji every day, running across the other side from his own Doya Iri. There are a lot of uh, things for Atami Fuji to be involved with and to do now. He's very much in the world of Isagahama Baya and lots of new roles and responsibilities right up there in the Banzuke as well. Yeah. It's a new life for him. It is a new life, but also it feels like that wave of hype has left him now. Yeah. So, you know, a 6-9 at uh, Maigashira 1 is by no means disgracing himself. And I think he's going to, this lets him go into March at probably Maigashira 3 or 4 and, you know, really set himself up for a successful year in sumo. Yeah, I think everyone was talking about Ono Sato, people are talking about Hako Oho coming back. He's like experienced yeah, now. <laughs> he is. He's just one of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> Wakamoto Haru came up against Nishikigi. Wakamoto Haru won the Outstanding Performance Prize with no conditions. We knew that coming in. He'd beaten the Yokozuna, uh, the other person so far, along with Shodai, <laughs> to beat the Yokozuna. Uh, when you told me this news, did you see my face? I think I might have told you side on, so I'm not uh, sure I did. Well, I don't know if your peripheral vision was working very hard, but I was just overcome with joy. <laughs> yeah. This is the kind of special prize that 
you don't need to give out. But it's such a nice recognition of a man who has had a very good basho. And as you said, no if win. They would have been happy with nine wins. But in fact, they're recognising that as someone who's slipped unceremoniously out of Sekiwake, what he's done is back it up with some very, very good sumo against very, very good opponents. With this win against Nishikigi today, Wakamoto Haru uh, finishes on 10 and 5. We're going back to Komasubi. Yep. Are we if going not, back to Sekiwake? If not Sekiwake. If, if not Sekiwake. Oh, well, I think the... with some of the developments. Yeah. I think so. Yep. Uh, Nishikigi, with that loss, finishes at eight and seven at Maegashira five. But, I mean, can we just talk about this guy? Yeah. Another spectacular basho from Nishikigi, who does spectacular sumo in the most unspectacular way. And I even thought his effort against Wakamoto Haru here was good. Yeah, it just, wasn't bad. Just yeah. a slow, gradual, but strong movement from the touchy eye made Wakamoto Haru work. I love Nishikiki. Yeah, he's so excellent to he's watch. He's excellent. He's everyone's friend. Whenever he steps up, you're just like, well, this is going to be fun. Have no idea what's going to happen. Eight and seven at Magashira five. Well done, Nishikiki. Wakamoto Haru, 10-5 at Magashira one. Well done, son. All right, let's move in to Sanyaku. We're getting close to the end, close to the exciting end to this Yusho race. But before we get there, Ryudan took on Ura. I mean, we saw something <laughs> extraordinary here. Ura went low. Ryudan defended well. I thought Ryudan was controlling Ura well here with a, a strong right-hand belt grip. Yep. But little did we know that Ura was in... He was in complete control of yeah, the situation. Yeah, something up his sleeve. He's got no sleeves, but something's up it nonetheless. <laughs> uh, Ura, with that you know hand on the belt, he'd given that up. Was low, stepped back to the Tawara, and then suddenly turned his body, went underneath Ryudan, hauled the dude up onto his shoulders, flipped Ryudan backwards. They both crashed down, but it was clear that Ryudan hit first. This was a vintage Ura moment. I was screaming. It was so, so brilliant. We were united in seeing this together. I mean, it's hard to describe how good this was. The vision of this. You know, I, I didn't say it before, but I just had this sumo sense that Ura's going to leave Komasubi with a flourish. Mm. You felt that today before I this did. bout? I did. I felt it before the bout and even I was surprised at what I saw. Oh, me too. Well, I was thinking, you know, the pressure's off and pressure off Ura mm. is fun Ura. I wondered what else he would try, but I could never in my wildest dreams imagine this. There was a monoe. Uh, it was given to Ura. It was upheld. I guess they just wanted to look at 20 more replays of I, it. I think this was about the boys getting up and um, watching it a few more times because yeah, this was so. sweet. I wonder if there's a new director of photography or whatever it's called at NHK as well because they showed this replay so many times and there's been some excellent angles that they've showed yeah. over this basho. They're a, a little bit new, a lot of rule of thirds stuff and they just showed this replay so many times. They knew what it was. It was a Tsuteazori, yep. the underarm forwards body drop. It was trending on Twitter, Japanese Twitter, that Tsuteazori was the Kimarute, the underarm yeah. forward body drop. 
shifting the opponent's arm around, twisting the opponent behind one's back and down to the dogo. It's very spectacular and shows the limitations of the English language in being able to describe the beauty of this move. It was a terrible description, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. The way that Ura jumped down onto his haunches, oh. I don't know how he maintained that balance, number one, or got back up. So he was so low and on, I thought, such an incredible angle that he then used his knees, which are no good, <laughs> and lifted his opponent back up again. Yeah, you're right. You pointed out how heavily strapped Ura's knees are. And at almost full uh, compression, he was able to spring back up and launch Ryudin over his back. This was amazing. Um, the Tsutaya Zori, it's such a rare Kimarite that we haven't seen it since day six of this basho, <laughs> where it happened down in one of the lower divisions. So, as always, it whenever happens. you think it's a rare Kimarite, you look at it, yeah, it's happened in Sundame. Well, two I think days it's ago. very rare in Juro and Makuchi because. It is. Um, I think the last time maybe in Makuchi was 2022, which is only two years ago, yep. but it was again Ura yeah. who did it against Takara Fuji. Well, I think as, you know, as, as the opponents get bigger and heavier, doing moves like this becomes mm. more impossible, if yep. that makes sense. Yeah, and they're on the lookout for it as well, Yeah, I think. well, you know, just people are better, people are heavier. I mean, you can flick kids around like this every day of the week, but to launch someone as heavy as uh, Ryudin like this, I mean, I, I feel like I've said this so many times, but I do not mind being a broken record on this. Ura is a treasure. Yeah. To be alive at the same time as this ricochet yeah. will be one of the things that as I pass from this world, I will think about. And he finishes on an extremely respectable six <laughs> and nine. Well, he, that is respectable. It is. Four wins in a row. At the end, yeah. after he only had that Fusen win on <laughs> up to day eight. So he was 1-7 um, with the one being a Fusen win. And then he won uh, five out of the next seven. Jeez. But as you said, when he's relaxed and not feeling the pressure, he fights better. I think if we see, or should I say when we see Ura back at Komasubi, I think we'll see a very, very different result. Ryudan finished at Mikeshira 5 on 3 and 12. Really, really struggled this time around. I wouldn't say the sumo was looking terrible. Uh, didn't oh. look super injured, although his fall off the doyo after this Ura move looked a little bit... Uh, he looked like he'd hurt himself quite badly. Dodgy. Yep. Yeah, so hopefully Ryudan is okay there, but he, this is a forgettable one for him. Uh, did I even write his score down? No, nah, you didn't bother. <laughs> He, he so, should ditch the brown mawashi. Yeah, I think that's the message that he needs to take home because since he switched to brown, three and 12. Yep. So three white dots, black. 12 brown dots. Yeah. <laughs> Asaniyama came up against Daesho today. Asaniyama trying for double digits, but he couldn't get it. Daesho stood him up and slid him back to the Tuara like a practice bout. And then slapped him down. So very positive here from the Sekiwake. Yeah, today. this was great sumo from Daesho. And, you know, when things click for Daesho, when the touchy eye is good, when the timing is right, can look unbeatable. And I don't know if he caught Asaniyama off guard or obviously Asaniyama is, um, you know, struggling with injury. But this was such an easy win for Daesho. 
Yeah. So Daesho's uh, figures now, he finishes on nine and six. Uh, would really love to get those double digits, I'm sure. But two nine and sixes in a row, a 10 and five before that. I mean, he's just, he, he's staying consistent. Yeah, I, I think Daesho is a an incredibly solid Sekiwake. And I think that that's all we need him to be. Yep. Asaniyama, nine wins, three losses and three days off at Magashira 7 will continue a bit of a rise and it's been really great to have him back and to see him um, finding the form again. And hopefully no more injuries. Just stop getting injured, please, Asaniyama. Okay, so that brings us to the business end of this basho. We have... Kodnawaka up against Tobizaru. Now, this one's so, so critical for the Yusho race. A win for Kodnawaka uh, means that Kirishima can't take the Yusho and that then Terunofuji would need the win to force the playoff. And for Tobizaru, this is a very important bout because he is 7-7 seven and seven at Maegashira 4. But Kodnawaka, he just looked ice cold here. He so calmly handled Tobizaru's opening attack. And what I liked about Kodnawaka's uh, bout here was that he stayed mobile. Like it didn't look unnatural for him to start moving backwards. He looked very in control as he gave ground, established a solid left-hand belt grip. Uh, Tobizaru was looking to make something happen here, but Kodnawaka exploited uh, that grip on the belt to drive Tobizaru down Uwatenage. Yeah, you're really right there. I think Kodnawaka's newfound... Uh, stoicism or his newfound techniques perhaps are that he's better at dealing with someone who's who moves quicker and more unpredictably like Tobizaru. So that could baffle him a bit in the past times and he'd be a bit off put when he couldn't do his style of sumo. But here he had an answer. I was initially critical of this uh, Torakumi work, putting Tobizaru rather than Asunyama up against Kodnawaka. But as the, as the night dragged on last night and I sat and contemplate, uh, contemplated sumo, I thought, no, Tobizaru is the kind of person who could cause an upset and would cause, would really force Kodnawaka to have to do something and respond mm. rather than just uh, imprint his sumo on the bout. So uh, it was a great win for Kodnawaka and I thought that Tobizaru did make him work for it. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't easy for him, for sure. And their head-to-head was 7-6, yeah. now 8-6 after this. So it definitely was a matchup that wasn't a guaranteed outcome and it wasn't just an easy win for Kodnawaka. And I think he dealt with Tobizaru really well here today. That means that Kirishima is out of it. Really interestingly here, I thought yeah. that NHK chose not to show him at all. They focused on Terunofuji. Terunofuji had to give Kodnawaka the Chikaramizu mm. before uh, their bout and then it flipped around because we were at the end of the day and Kodnawaka had to serve Terunofuji. So right from this point of this Kodnawaka win, they were really focusing on this possible um, the playoff. playoff that could happen. Um, we should also say at this point that Kodnawaka was awarded the Ginosho, the Technique Prize, mm. and uh, which... You know, I feel like the technique prize 
is a lot like how um, Sumo Manichi Jurio prizes, where you sit down and go, "What's this award for again?" <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, he but, did. He did get a couple of uat nuggets. Well, everyone was getting uat nuggets. A couple of katsukashis. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, cool. That's good. And a kuridashi against Ura. But again, if they come out and say the Ginosho is for a spread and variety of techniques, I'd go, okay, cool, let's judge it by that metric. But I don't know. Anyway, at least they gave it out. Yeah. That's a positive. Yeah. Um, and also to note that Kodnawaka would get the Shakunsho, the outstanding performance, if he wins the Yusho. If Yusho. Uh, I feel this is so dumb. It's yeah. dumb. Well, it's pretty well, harsh. Of like, of course, I feel like if win, this win, perhaps. Yeah. Yes, yeah. because 13-2 no matter what, that's an outstanding performance. Because you don't need someone to give you an outstanding performance prize if you win the U show because you're like, I've got this giant macaron that tells me <laughs> it was an outstanding performance. Exactly. Just pointless. Give it to someone else. Like, oh. Yep. Oh, oh no, no sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we are... Into the final two bouts, you're going to talk to us about this one, Terunofuji and Kirishima. Yep, a real build-up to this. Kirishima, I thought, looking a little bit nervous, eyes shifting everywhere, obviously went through a lot yesterday. Are you talking about Terunofuji or me? Because I felt like <laughs> before this bout, I was, you know, I had the buckets arranged in a semicircle <laughs> kind of arrangement. My eyes were shifting around. Yeah. And my performance yesterday, well, it was good, but... Yeah. You know, room for improvement. Yeah. Well, I was talking about neither of those. I was talking about Kirishima. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> you and Kirishima. Old shifty eyes. Shifty eyes. Yep. Terunofuji looked stoic as he knows how to be in this situation. He's been through it so many times. I, I don't think there's many sumo situations you could put Terunofuji in where he wasn't like, meh, I'll just get through this and do my best. Yeah. It's like he's seen it all. He's seen it all. It feels like he's getting better and better here. And this was a whitewash. This was a write-off. He picked Kirishima up. I'll just skip to that. Kirishima came off the touchy eye. He hit the wall of Terunofuji. He literally rebounded off him. Couldn't move him back. Terunofuji wrapped his arms around him, picked him up off the ground with the left hand and threw him off the doyo. Oh, wow. I mean... There are a lot of lower-ranked Rikishi who put up better performances against Terunofuji. I don't want. I don't want to get down on Kirishima, no, but Terunofuji no. wiped the floor with him today. Yep, uh, it was just so dramatic, and it was such a a point to be made because Kirishima has been going for yeah. this Yokozuna run. This. Um, this rope run and to come up against the Yokozuna and fail so miserably and show no matter what had happened before, we can only take this moment of time. Can he right now as Ozeki Kirishima fight this Yokozuna and he couldn't and not only couldn't he, he couldn't in such a spectacular form. Yeah. He, he just, I don't know what, like watching the replay, I couldn't quite see what Kirishima was trying to do. Wasn't really going for the belt. Wasn't trying to, I don't know what his strategy was here. Um, and as a result, there was this big gap that just Terunofuji f- filled. Yep. This looked like practice. Yeah, it really did. Poor old Kirishima. Very sad walk down the Hanamichi again. Terunofuji moving to uh, 13 and 2. 
Equal with Kodunawaka, the end of the Kirishima uh, Yokozuna run. That is off the books now. He will have to start again and try again. Both of the uh, Rikishi Terunofuji and Kodunawaka headed back out to get their hair redone. A lot of media in the rooms. And here we thought of the difference between Terunofuji, who is used to this, used to 20 media people crowded around him, and Kodunawaka with that pressure. Yeah, I mean, it was... Just looking at the vision of Kodunawaka getting the hair done, 30-odd people, including journalists, a lot of noise, a lot of action. How could this young man keep his cool in this situation? He hasn't been here before. Cut over to Terunofuji, looks like a man on a mission, completely able to cut off the outside world and just focus on his sumo. But when they step on the doyo, all of that gets put aside and the sumo does the talking, but watching them uh, face off, I, I couldn't help feel that this was Terunofuji's. Yeah, so experienced in this. He knows how to do a playoff. He knows how to come up against Hakuho in a playoff. Yeah. Uh, that's pressure. That's scary. Maybe Konoaka not quite as scary. I mean, Konoaka was putting it on by this point. He's got a new, a slightly new ritual at the corner going into the yeah. bout where he just looks really angry, he creases his face, he <laughs> scowls, he frowns, yeah. and he does a bit of a hoo. When this bout got going, though, I feel like Kodnawaka did everything he could out of the touchy eye. He got in close. He tried getting under the arms of Terunofuji, and he did find a left-hand belt grip here, but Terunofuji's sumo sense just seemed to see all understand all. He landed his own left-hand belt grip and he used this to take Kodnawaka to the Tawara. I thought Kodnawaka put up a brilliant fight here. He did not want to step over. He knew that if he could just hang in there, maybe he could find a way to win this. But that wave of Terunofuji crashed onto Kodnawaka. He stepped off the doyo here, trying to hold on for just one more second, but it was Terunofuji's win. Yeah, a bit of a fall. They both fell together and it was Terunofuji who got up the victor with yet another Yusho uh, to his name. So impressive by him. He never stopped looking for the advantageous belt grip as well. He knew what he wanted and there were two major makakai that he forced. Oh, my God. Yeah. The Makakai that he did to set himself up for this win, I didn't the mention second it one. here. The second one with the left hand. Yeah. Uh, worming through to get onto the belt. Yeah, you will never see anything quite like that. I mean, this really shows how good Terunofuji is. He deserves to be Yokozuna and he deserves to hang around for quite a long time. His, his understanding of sumo just seems to be on another level. Yep, yep. And he's worked out a way to, I mean, we've said this a few times, he's worked out with his set of circumstances a new way to do sumo. Yes. And it just gets stronger and stronger when he doesn't have the acute injury. So when he actually can't step up and the, there's a piece of bone floating around in the back that means he can't walk, <laughs> like fair enough. But when he is healthy enough to get up there and fight, he's unstoppable, well, He's stoppable by short eye, you know. That's all I'm <laughs> well, hang say. on, short eye's a he's a what do you call that? A fringe case. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Wakamoto Hurry though. But yep. 
like c- completely agree. And I think that we did see Terra Fuji come out last July and win that U show, but that was the only Basho that he turned up uh, to. And towards the end of last year, the Yokozuna Deliberation Council was starting to get, to get a bit restless. But here, Terra Fuji is Hatsu Basho 2024, dominant sumo, was clearly the best Rikishi out there. Um, ninth U show. We know that Terunofuji has this goal of 10. I, I, I think he needs to revise that. Oh, more. I think more. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, exactly as he said, he won this U show in a different way than he's won other U shows. Um, we saw him really exploit that Totari, like, arm grab throughout the whole Basho. Um this will not be his only U show of 2024. Yeah, well, let's take it through. His ninth U show, this is an incredible achievement. He wants to hold out to the 10 to be a, a, a Dai Yokozuna. His first U show was as Sekiwaka in 2015. His second came after his return from injury from Maegashira 17 in July 2020. Remember Who those days? can forget that? I mean, that was unbelievable. His third and fourth U show came on his rise to Yokozuna yep. through Sekiwaka and Ozeki ranks. His fifth in his first bout at Yokozuna in September 2021. What a story this man has had. Sixth and seventh you show in fairly quick succession in 2021 and 2022. And the eighth in his only full basho in 2023 in May. And his ninth today. Yeah. <laughs> when he came out down the Hanamichi and fist bumped the Isagahama oh. boys who were all there, apart from Takara Fiji, uh, to watch him complete this milestone. And I just can see, I'm just flicking around Twitter here, I think that he took Takeru Fuji in the car with him. I'll just oh, turn did off he my really? Computer sound okay. And blow that up big. Yep. He did. Oh, That's lovely. awesome. That is lovely. a great choice. Takeru yep. Fuji, uh, if you don't watch Jurio, won the Jurio, you show blew everyone away. Uh, 13-2 as well. Yes. Same score. Yep. And to have him, uh, it's a little bit low res. It's definitely him. <laughs> 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 to have him in the car as well, that is super cool. Yeah. I mean, Terunofuji, ninth Basho, feels like 10th. Yeah. He's the people's <laughs> Dai Yokozuna. Yeah, no right. question about it. I mean, completely in control of himself, apart from those two days where he dropped it and, you know, watching that short eye bout again today, that was really just a blip uh, on what was an incredible 15 days of sumo from the Yokozuna doing what he needs to do. Congratulations, Terra Fuji. Huge. A bit of other quick news after the Basho was finished. Apparently the Ozeki rank already confirmed for Kodna Waka. Hey, really? Yep, so they can, ah, fantastic. They, uh, made a special uh, announcement, a special what do you call it when you get the boys together? <laughs> what do you call that? A deliberation council? Yeah, a council, a committee. They got him happening and he will be uh, made Ozeki on the 31st of January, which is what if it's the 28th today, 29th, 30th, on Wednesday. Yeah, it's always oh, Wednesday, yeah, It's always it? a Wednesday, Big yeah. fish day. So uh, Kodanawaka started that run from Sekiwake in September where he went nine and six followed it up with that incredible Jun Yu show in November 11-4 uh, 
and now at Sekiwake 13-2. I mean, Kodnawaka has Ozeki written all over him. Yep. I'm, I'm really, really happy. Yeah. I don't know if we said enough that uh, he did so well in this final bout. He was pretty much run over in his other bout, day 13, perhaps it was, against Terra Fiji. Yeah, he looked a lot better today, Looked that's for sure. way better. Uh, he'd learnt a bit. He tried something new. He stayed up for way longer, <laughs> which then, is an achievement. Are you saying then Kirishima? Then Kirishima, I am yeah. saying it. Yep. Uh, the news around uh, Kirishima is just something that's been known for a while, but his um, stable is disbanding. So Michinoku Baya um, Oyakata, Michinoku Oyakata is retiring. And uh, that means that the in this case, the Heia will be disbanded and Kirishima will go somewhere else. There's a lot of thoughts and speculation over where he will go. One is that he'll move to the new stable with Kakuryu. I think that feels like it's inevitable. Otoayama. Right? I think that would be amazing. Yeah. But I do think that uh, it might be also likely that he goes to another very successful stable and the one that I've seen bandied around is Arashiyobaya oh, okay. with the Waka brothers. They, he practices Jeez. there all the time. And apparently there's a strong friendship between Wakamoto Haru and Friendship, Kirishima. yeah. So, um, Geez, that'd be good to see. That'd be cool. I think that would lift Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. And I, I think so too. Yeah. I think he'd have fun with that. And I also he, he wouldn't it. have to fight Kirishima, yeah, which would be, awesome. be good. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants him to come. I think there's a few bids for, you know, him to come. Yeah. I'm sure Mitoria is like, I'm the only yeah. <laughs> here. Could you come here? I need some friends. Oh, I just need one friend. Um, so that was a bit of extra pressure, I think, on Kirishima. That would have been a fairy tale for him to know, earn Yokozuna promotion on Look at, his stable master's last hurrah. It was heartbreaking to see Kirishima fail over the last few days. I just would have liked to see a little bit more against Terunofuji today, and I'm sure he will go away with great regrets. Mm. And regret is almost the worst. Uh, the worst emotion, the, I think. Yeah. Because everything else, you know, sadness, happiness, Shame, <laughs> the other ones, <laughs> embarrassment, <laughs> jealousy, jealousy, guilt, they're all fine. How many no, of the, regret those is, feelings is are tough. there? Yeah, regret is regret tough. when you feel like you haven't put in your best. I, I suppose my comment about his last two days of sumo is that it didn't look like him. Exactly. And really, you know, that, that idea of, we, we make a lot of fun about it, but that idea of doing my style of sumo and doing my sumo, like, is actually all you can really control in this tumultuous mm. uh, world of sumo. And yeah, he probably would come away going, I just didn't do my style of sumo. Yeah, I think so too. So just a hint of sadness, a hint of feeling <laughs> at the end. Very, very happy to see Terana Fuji step up and get this ninth year show. Very, very happy to see Kodnawaka succeed as well as he yeah. did. Oh, um, God, that's great news about his Ozeki status. Yep. Great to see. I like when they just get on with it. I, I, yeah, I wondered whether or not whether they make him go one more, but, I mean, you can't really argue with his uh, performance this time around. I don't think so, not for Ozeki. Puts a bit of pressure on the others. Yeah. I, I suppose Takakesho going... Um, Kyujo and having these recurring issues with his, his neck and his uh, fitness, it's, it's 
great to have another. Well, Ozeki. having having four Ozeki is a real treat. Yeah. Um, and what it also means then is that we that means we go a little bit deeper into the Maegashira ranks. Having four Ozeki means that we have two Maegashira seventeens. Mm. Am I right? Maybe I'm not right. I'm sure someone who is a lot more knowledgeable about, about sumo will tell me. Does it mean three Maegashira 17s? Does it mean Maegashira 18? <laughs> Does it? I don't know. <laughs> I kind of wish I hadn't you brought that up. You still got to have your, I know, I wish you hadn't as well. But what it does mean is that Wakamoto Haru might be Sekiwake. I think that's what it means. With the 10-5, that final Oh, I think you're today, right about that, yeah. He takes Kodunawaka's spot. Ura and Takeyasu move out of Komasubi. So then, I'm really sorry to say, but I think it is going to be Arby. I didn't want to labour the point before. No, I think I you're think, right. Uh, Arby will be one Komasubi. Who's going to be the other? Jeez, yeah, I think... Nishikigi with 8-7 from Maegashira 5. Oh, do it. I mean, Asanyama? If he had have got that, they the, oh, yeah, the Bansuke the, committee were begging for Asanyama yeah, to get that last win. I think win. you're right. Maybe that's why they didn't put him up against Konowaka because they're like, we need somebody for this other Komatsubi position. So, yeah, a 9-3 at Maegashira 7, though, is not considered as strong as an 8-7 from Maegashira 5. Mm. I think Nishikigi... That would be amazing. He might, he might get another go. I mean, they could just have one Sekiwake. No, and you, have don't you have to have two Sekiwake? Wakamoto Haru and Arby as the Komasubi. I don't know. No, I think you need two Sekiwake. Well, I think you do. And I think Nishikigi should... <laughs> I'm getting tired. Well, Nishikigi should be the other Komasubi. Good luck to the people who are guessing the Banzuke. I've given up on it. Put Oho up there. Oh, no, Meisei. Oh. Uh, nine, six at Magashira nine. What's on Osho doing? Maegashira 14, 10, 5. Komasubi. Komasubi, let's go. <laughs> Takeru Fuji. Jurio Yusho 13, 2. Komasubi. Wakataka Kage moving straight into Komasubi. I'd love to see that. Why not? Why not? Hey, so I think that bring, brings us to the end of Hatsu Basho. Um, a big thank you to everyone who listens. It means so, so much. Uh, we do this because we like doing it. Yeah, we really like doing it now. And Thanks for bearing with us through all our yep. ups and downs where we yep. stopped doing it every day yep. when we restarted again. The support we felt when we left and when we returned mm. was incredible. And um, thank you for expressing that and for continuing to support us every day. Yeah, and it feels, you know, in terms of a setup for the year 2024, like we couldn't have kicked Sumo off with a better basho, really. Mm. Um feels like everything's in the good place. The Sanyaku are in a good place. We've got some superstars coming up, superstars coming into Jurio. I think we're going to sit back at the end of 2024 and go, what a classic year. Great year. For the sport. Yeah. Um, we said it, you know, part of the way through, but thanks to the people who make contributions to support the podcast. You don't have to do it, but... The money is one thing and that helps us, you know, improve what we do and offset the cost of doing the podcast, but it's actually the messages that people write. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we just sit in a room and talk and to, to get positive feedback back is actually like it boys, well, me personally. Yeah. It's a really, really nice thing. So thank you to the people who do that. And those messages also come in on Instagram DMs. Yep. 
Twitter DMs and email. Yeah. I know the email ones I'm sometimes a bit bad about seeing. Uh, sometimes we don't check the email for a little bit, so sorry if we haven't responded to you on that. But um, all of the other messaging things, yep. we just love to hear from you. Um, it's so special and we do feel like we're like amassing an amazing crew. Like yeah. we all watch and listen to and love Sumo together and – it's just a really special community. So thank you for being part of it. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's it. Hatsubasho. Let's tie a bow. It's done. We're going to be back here. For, we'll have a couple of episodes, I think, before, but we'll join you in March to bring you action uh, from the sumo in Osaka every day. That's what we do. We'll yep. see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.